Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Cooper, and welcome to the Midweek Podcast. This is an episode styling within our Cheney Faith Center podcast collection. So maybe you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or maybe on our website through the little podcast player. Um, But what we like to do is have another episode throughout the midweek um, that just talks a little bit more either from our Sunday messages or talks on some cultural moments from a biblical perspective. So it's been so far really fun and something that Mark and I have really liked. And a lot of times we'll have some other special guests a part of this. So I really encourage you to look back on our previous midweek episodes. Um, but yeah, so we are getting close to Easter. A little shout out Easter services on the 4th of April. We have a sunrise service happening. We also have a Good Friday prayer experience on April 2nd um, here at the church from noon to 7. So I want to encourage you um, to just kind of put those in your calendar. But um, here is this upcoming episode of The Midweek. All right. Well, good morning or good afternoon whenever you're watching this. Pastor Cooper here. Pastor Mark. Hello, everyone. Yeah, we're kind of back in our normal routines. And so we're doing a podcast. Actually, Mark texted me this morning. We didn't have a, a podcast scheduled. But he was like, you know what? I want to just talk a little bit more on some stuff from our intentional series few more things in our heart and we said yeah. sweet let's fire up the system so yeah. we just cranked the yeah. big old generator <laughs> got it going and the podcast is working yeah but, but this was march madness this last weekend oh yeah we're both sports fans big time love it yeah. my favorite our, our hometown stuff was 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 doing oh, good doing good and yeah. today at 11 40 yep gonzaga's playing yep. so we're, we're recording right now monday morning yep 11.40, Gonzaga's playing Oklahoma. So. Yeah, we're going to have to get that up on the TV somewhere, yeah. aren't we, in the office? Yeah, and have a, yeah. Have a working lunch. Working lunch, yes. <laughs> Watching that, yeah, for sure. Got yeah. to support the gotta hometown. Got to support the Zags. And like you were saying, you, yep. don't, you don't see a way they're going to lose. I mean... If they play the way that they can play, just defensively and offensively, I don't see them losing. They mm-hmm. are stacked, and I think just as a basketball fan and as a coach, coached a long time, just watching the way they play... They don't lose anything when they bring the second string in either. That's just phenomenal. I mean, yeah. they have so much talent. It's unbelievable. And normally, you know, you for the other team, you get a little bit of a break sometimes when certain players go mm-hmm. out. That just doesn't happen yeah. with Gonzaga. You just, yeah. I mean, it's you you reload. Yeah. And somebody comes in that's just as quick, just as fast, just as good a shooter, just mm-hmm. in your face defensively. Yeah. And that's really, really, really hard to sustain for 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. For other teams. Yeah, well, they they missed their opportunity with, with me playing for them. Right. You know, back in grade school, I went to some of their basketball camps. Oh yeah, they, they, they totally they missed, missed they missed the opportunity yeah. with me. Yeah, I, mean. I think I think the biggest <laughs> one they missed was Tanner Gross. Seriously, dude. Yeah. How they missed him, I don't know, because yeah. he went off against Kansas. Yeah. Highest yeah. score of the of the tournament, I think, that yeah. first day, thirty five points. Yeah. Him and his brother, by the way, this was a great. This will be a great Eastern stat for a long time, yeah. I think. They broke the NCAA uh, uh, record mm-hmm. for the most points scored by a brother by brothers in an NCAA tournament game. Cool. So yeah. The record was set in 1935. Oh well, yeah. This is going to last for a while. So good night. <laughs> I mean, and they went off. Those yeah. two played really well. I was yeah. really hoping they would beat Kansas. Great showing by Eastern. Yeah. Way to go, Eags. Yeah, and, it was good. Uh, way to it go. Was fun. Way to go, Coach Leggins. He did a great job yeah. putting a great team together and. We were close, almost to be Kansas. I know. I think all the all the, all the commentators were kind of like, yeah. Oh, oh, who I, who is this? <laughs> they were a little shell shocked. Yeah, totally. Well, I think Kansas was shell shocked the yeah. first thirty five minutes. <laughs> man, man alive. 
Oh, yeah, it was, it was fun to watch. Yeah, it was. Well, this last Sunday, we finished out our series on intentional. So we kind of yes. talked through some different categories and how to be intentional and what God's word lead us leads us in to be intentional. But you were just kind of saying even this mm-hmm. morning that your heart, you want to just kind of give some more um, of just your vision and heart right. for this series so that it just didn't mm-hmm. just end. Yes. And we go, oh, that was a great series and right. sweet. And we move on to the next thing. But to really like just still maybe just ponder on some things and seek the Lord on some things. And you kind of mentioned a few things. You're like, your heart is to not, you know, you don't want the church to be passive. Right. Um, And I think we all would agree on that. Mm -hmm. Like we don't want to be passive in that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have to be intentional. And you said in your, in your uh, definition, that intentional is to do things on purpose. Right. So you want to just maybe unpack for two or three minutes, just again, your heart behind this series and just what you want to really communicate Mm -hmm. and what you see God's word leading us to do as a church here at Cheney Faith Center, but also just the global, the big C church. Right. The big C church. Yeah. And that's, I think when I got away and spent some time in prayer, you know, it was early January. Mm -hmm. We'd just come off an election. We'd just come off of this enormously crazy COVID year. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, lots of things happening in different contexts, in different social structures, um, just a lot of what seemed like volatility in our mm-hmm. culture. I, I see a divide happening in our culture. We're not, we're not doing life in unity at all. Yeah. We're doing life, uh, apart from one another, pick a side and that's, that's how you live. Um, and so I, I see our country getting more and more separated from one another, more and more divided mm-hmm. from one another. And, not wanting the gospel to be that way, not wanting us to be that way as as a people, but also noticing um, that I, I never want the church or and I don't want myself to become comfortable. And you've probably heard me say this before, but um, I, I feel like comfortable is that point where, you know, I come home from work, I get in my lazy boy chair, I grab my remote and I I'm just comfortable. Mm-hmm. What do I want to do when I get in that chair? Nothing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the church has gotten there a little bit. We're look, we've come, become a little passive and a little comfortable. And, and by that, I don't mean becoming a group of people that are protesting everything. That, that's not what I mean. I mean being on mission for Christ. So not, not becoming more political or becoming more agenda-driven, but becoming more focused on the mission of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That maybe sometimes we've... we've added quite a few things to our gospel and to our mm-hmm. theology maybe that maybe God didn't intend for us to add to that. And I'm referring to Galatians chapter one, where Paul talks about that we're not really very good servants of Christ when we're adding things to the mm-hmm. gospel, mm-hmm. Um, which I think is really important for us. So so this idea of being intentional and in this series was not just a series. For me, it's something that I desire for every single believer everywhere around the mm-hmm. world to live, that this becomes our new lifestyle that we become like the New Testament Christians that are actually doing things to change the schedule of their day, to change the way they're living, to change the way they're thinking, to include Jesus in every part of their life Mm -hmm. so that our life is completely on mission. And I'm living intentionally the way that God wants me to live in every context, in every role, in every way I'm living my life. I'm not just going about life just to do life and have the American dream. I'm going mm-hmm. about life saying, what, what, is, what does the Holy Spirit want me to do today? What, what's he doing in me and through me? And how, how can I 
you know, model the life mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ to those around me. And that's what it means to be intentional. And like you mentioned, doing things on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like this doesn't, this isn't just um, random. It's not something that just happens subconsciously, but I, we are intentionally on purpose choosing mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to live my life to help people know, grow, and go for Jesus, and, and I'm going to live for Jesus daily. That's what I'm going to choose, and um, and I want to help others do that as well. And I'm going to figure out what my role is in the kingdom mm-hmm. of God to help that take place. Yeah, that's good. So why don't you just um, maybe just unpack a little bit uh, for, for you. So what, mm-hmm. what does living an intentional life for Jesus mean mm-hmm. to you? And you kind of were explaining it just now with like your overall vision. Yeah. But what does that mean even for you as a grandpa, pastor, right? you know, dad, like all, like all the roles and stuff, like what does that mean living an intentional life for Jesus? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think for, for me, it, it starts at, you know, what, what am I doing with Jesus when I first wake up in my morning, you know, my day. And that means that, um, I've, I've made an even more intentional step to say my first thing. So just for me, my first thing when I get out of bed, I hit my knees. Uh, I start praying right on my bedside, and I've been doing that for a while. Uh, but it's something that um, I started a while back, and I just said that th- this is how I can make my day intentional right away. Uh, instead of just getting up and doing my normal thing, um, you know, maybe going to start start some coffee, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna take a walk or whatever, or whatever I'm going to do. First thing I'm hitting my knees and I'm praying for a little bit around my bedside. And then I'm waking up a little bit earlier and I'm spending more intentional time in prayer and I'm, I'm following our Bible reading plans and just, um, just really digging deep with those and journaling a lot. Um, and, and I'll be honest, uh, I'm haven't really been a very good journaler. Um, and waking up early and being intentional with journaling has, I think, really helped me get my thoughts out and start changing some of my actions and really focusing on things that maybe I didn't see in the word before. Um, good example was in Philippians the other day, a verse that just jumped out at me was, let your gentleness be evident to all. And I'm like, huh, yeah, that's not normally what I think. I don't normally think, yeah, I want my gentleness to be evident to all. You know, that's a really awesome characteristic. I think, no, let my strength and my, you know, my, mm-hmm. me being a brave man or strong. I, I don't think yeah. let my gentleness be evident to all. But mm-hmm. Paul talked about that's how the gospel moves forward. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you just start to change mm-hmm. things in your mind and your thinking and your actions when, yeah. you're, when you're doing that. So I think for intentional, it means every single area of my life in every single context it's going to become more faithful to what the Holy Spirit's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for each of us, that's going to be a little bit different. And yeah. like you like you mentioned, you know, I'm 48 now, just turned 48 about a week and a half, or no, end of February now. <laughs> Gosh, time's lying. <laughs> um, and, and, and I'm a grandpa, so it means I'm going to be intentional with, with you know, mm-hmm. my grandson, and yeah. I'm intentional with my kids, mm-hmm. and I'm intentional with Kate. And it means I'm intentional mm-hmm. trying to become a better intentional leader um, I've made a whole bunch of leadership mm-hmm. goals for this year and I'm going to try to be yeah. intentional with them. I think my list might be too long, but, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll probably roll over into next year. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's yeah. the focus. Well, let's, let's, let's dig a little bit deeper. Dig deeper. Okay. Sounds <laughs> Last good. Last year was COVID. Right. Let's just say what it is. Right. It sucked being a pastor in COVID. It, it stunk. <laughs> it, it was I mean, really not fun in, in whatever at all. context you find yourself, it yeah. just wasn't fun. No, right? it's been no fun. Um, unless you were Walmart. Yeah. And you made a bunch or Amazon. You or made you made a, made a of ton of money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's just, I mean, 
during COVID, there's multiple months, yep. weeks where you just felt like, what are we doing? Yes. You know, and it's hard to maybe be intentional or mm-hmm. to be as intentional as you wish. You might find yourself in routines or just kind of like, yep. oh, I can't even go to visit somebody. I can't do right. this. Like that puts a lot of burnout yeah. on anybody. But I would say as a pastor, yeah. mostly, and and you're and you're a, you're a, a man who loves to just help people right. and to be there for people, and that wasn't available. No. So like, if you're if you feel like you're being burned out, you know, in that, like, how do you still be intentional if like you can't be intentional, right? Or you just feel like, gosh, there, there's there's no use, right? You know, you just have like this like this burnout. Let's just say, you yeah. Know? Um, what would, what would you kind of, you, you, you were, maybe you're, you, we've, we've been through it, right? <laughs> yeah. Like we're still working, we're still processing through yeah. it. And we're still um, kind of in it. I even. know. Yeah. So like, we're so how does that three today though? Yay. Yeah. So how does that, um, kind of work for you as yeah. a pastor? You know, cause it's like, yeah, we can read our Bible, we can pray, but I still want to like do the things that we want to, you know, right. do and we just can't and yeah. all that stuff. I think you're right. And I think we're all there. I think we're all in that place. I think one of the things that's been hardest about the church and uh, other areas of life mm-hmm. have it too, but I think of, you know, the church is a relational environment. That's right. that's what we're designed to be. That's what God meant. Mm-hmm. He meant for us to be living for Christ in all kinds of these different relational environments that we build and grow and, and make in the church. Mm-hmm. Well, when you when we got stuck with the pandemic, you can't do relationships. Right. That really stinks. Like I think of, of teachers and administrators at schools. It's mm-hmm. kind of the same, you know, schools yeah. are a relational environment, kind of, it's an educational environment too. And, mm-hmm. and maybe should be more of an educational environment than a relational one. But I mean, how do you do that when you're, when you don't have kids in a room, mm-hmm. uh, it's impossible. So, and, and then changing every couple months mm-hmm. to try to fit and fix and, yeah. you know, come up with something to do with the new phase that came out. And, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, you want to be intentional, but you can't. Mm-hmm. And then I think sometimes you're right. We can all get, we're just burned out. Mm-hmm. Like it's just been such a, such a hard year. Mm-hmm. And I think I go back to the kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. Mm. You know, we mm-hmm. just, okay, what can I do to be faithful for Jesus? What's yeah. right in front of me mm-hmm. that I can choose? Like, I'll give you an example. Our food distribution, I thought, was a great example of us being yeah. intentional with something that popped up and was in front of us mm-hmm. and was a, a way that we could fulfill a need in our community yeah. where people were saying, yeah, w- w- how, how do we get food now? You know, that f- it's just tough, you know? Yeah. Uh, Food lunches, you know, school district lunches went away for a while and then and then came back. But we said, hey, what if we brought food out to Cheney? And so mm-hmm. we started putting about 2,000 pounds worth of food on. It was like 3,500. Oh, yeah, every, that's right, yeah, 3,500. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking pallet-wise. But, yeah, yeah. 3,500 pounds of food every week, you know, we just brought up from, mm-hmm. from Second Harvest yeah. and gave it away. And, uh, gosh, people were so thankful yeah. and, and helpful. Yeah. And so we became intentional with some things like that and mm-hmm. intentional with – Zoom Bible studies that were like, this is awkward. This doesn't work. And then, and then they didn't. It was like, after all, we're like, we're all Zoom burned out, yeah, you know? And it's yeah. like, this isn't working. How yeah. do you have relationships with the screen the whole time? And yeah. And so, you know, we just kept changing and uh, yeah, working on contending in prayer and, yeah. and doing different things. I think we just, and I think for those of you that are just like, maybe you're at home and you're like, yeah, am I leading my home well? Well, mm-hmm. lead what's in front of you. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a mom at home, and this has been crazy for you. You know, you got you got kids in front of you that are looking to you mm-hmm. and going, you know, I love you, mom, and 
help, help me figure this out, you know, and, and you get an opportunity to lead your kids well and mm-hmm. point your kids to Christ and help them learn. And, and yeah. that's super hard because you probably are like, I, I, I didn't go into teaching, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not good at math yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, that'd be me. Common if, core math. Right. This yeah. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's right. Just gotta, do regular math. Right. I got to figure out how to do geometry with my kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's, that would be it for me is, you know, what are the mm-hmm. simple things right in front of me? Yeah, that's good. That I, there's a bunch of things I can't do. Mm-hmm. We know that. We, yeah. That's true for all of us. There's yeah. tons of things we want to do that we can't do. But what can I do? Yep. What's right in front yeah. of me that I can say, Jesus, yeah. help me be faithful to this? Yeah, that's good. That's like when we had that our little staff kind of retreat and Joe from right. Life Center came out. And yeah. Just asked us like those questions, like what can you do? Yeah. And it's such an easy question. Like mm-hmm. you said, keep it simple, stupid. Like, right. what can I do? Yep. And how can I be intentional mm-hmm. with that? Um, is it just a great question to ask mm-hmm. and to just ruminate on? Yeah. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Yeah. I want. I, we're going to throw one at Cooper. Uh, I, I was just thinking about this idea of intentional and thinking about, you know, how can we help people apply it a little bit more mm-hmm. in their life? And yeah. so could you share with us a time in your life when you remember making an intentional change for the Lord. Like mm-hmm. there was something in your life where you said, this is the Lord speaking to me about mm-hmm. this. And so you intentionally said, okay, I've got to do blah, yeah. fill in the yeah. blank. And you, you made that change. The Holy Spirit worked you through it. And mm-hmm. then, and then talk about what, what was the result of that? You know, what yeah. changed in your life and what, what just to help all of us that are listening go, okay, how, how do I make a change? What do I do? And then yeah, what's yeah. the result? Well, it's hard being so perfect. Yes. That, yes. You know, I've never had to make yes. a change ever in my life. <laughs> yeah. So that's just, I mean, it's just really hard. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, the first thing that popped in my head when you asked me that question, and I've shared this part of my story, um, is just when it comes to some sinful activities in my life, and I'll yeah. just name it. It was a strong habit of inappropriate material online. Yeah. And when I was in college and as a young male and all that stuff. Yeah. It's tough today for sure. Oh yeah, it's it's everywhere, and and that was something that definitely was ensnared in and trapped in, and knew wasn't what my life should be about. Right? Because I mean, there's just it just wasn't honoring women. It wasn't honoring myself. It wasn't honoring the Lord. Mm-hmm. None of that. But just knew that I had to. Like the Lord was just like, dude, like <laughs> let's yeah. let's change this. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, yeah. But um, it was really truly like just humbling myself, mm-hmm. confessing it to some yeah. close people that I trusted and that cared about me and knew would care about me. But then making some drastic changes in just my personal habits um, with, I mean, access to the internet mm-hmm. and um, just the availability of that and really truly setting in drastic intentional changes because um, I needed that at that time. Right. You know, I needed to like, I mean, it's, it sounds weird, but it's kind of like, you know, if you have a strong drug addiction, you got to make some intentional yeah. changes. Can't hang out with people that are doing drugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so there was, I mean, there's just some things I needed to really do and had some people help me implement mm-hmm. to be intentional, to remove the, the, avail- the uh, availability of what that could be and all that stuff. And so I'm kind of being a little vague because, yeah. you know, but, and it, I've shared a little bit on Sundays about my story, but again, if this is something that even you're personally struggling with, I've been there. I've seen the Lord's work and healing. So I'd love to even chat with you about this. Um, but it's, it's, it takes intentionality yeah. to truly remove mm-hmm. some things with the Lord's work. Right. Um, Cause it's not only, 
a, a physical change that needs to happen, like physically removing access to certain things. But it's also a heart change that really, truly needs to happen. Right. It's a heart change that only the Lord can do um, in that. And it's, it's a process. Um, and so, yeah, so the, the, the result of that was like an immediate lifting of like a weight off my shoulders. Right. And that's the best way I could probably explain it is, I mean, David shares about it too in the Psalms. You know, mm-hmm. he just feels like this oppression right. from his sin. And like, that's true. Like you just feel like this in any sin context where you just feel like you're hiding it and yeah. all that stuff. And you're not the guilt the and the shame is just totally. on you, weighing on you. Yeah. Guilt and complex. Yeah. And when you just, I mean, the Lord wants us to confess. He wants right. us to be free because that's what it's all about. You right. know, it's just to be free in him. Um, and once we actually take the steps to do that, there's so much freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to just realize, oh, this is not scary. This is not bad. Like people are not going to look at me like I'm some weirdo, you know, it's right. like, no, this is, this is something the Lord is doing in my heart and I'm taking intentional steps to submit everything in my life to his authority. Right. So my sexual desires, I'm submitting that to his authority. Um, and so the result of it, um, I truly believe was just a, a better view of women, honestly, mm-hmm. um, just a, an honoring view of them, um, as not just objects as people, you right. know, but as like God's created image mm-hmm. as, as, as people who are my sisters in Christ, yeah. as people who need the gospel love and just all, all, all those things, you know, right. I think that was the biggest result of that. Um, yeah. And then I think just the availability to speak on, help others, share my story and, um, just bring a, like, I guess the word is normalcy mm-hmm. to it. Um, working out or working, working with a lot of youth students and college right. students. It's a, it's a sad statistic, but it's, it's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. It's very, it's very everywhere. High. Yeah. Yeah. And so just to at least be able to relate right. and share and give not only encouragement, but challenge mm-hmm. um, has been huge. Yeah. Um, I think with like the result of that. So that's good. Um, yeah. So I think that's the, that's the, that's, that's the biggest yeah. thing for it. So yeah. What, what you were describing reminded me of Romans 12 too, you know, do not mm-hmm. conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're saying. I had to intentionally choose. I'm not going to do what mm-hmm. the world's doing. So yeah. do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but mm-hmm. be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You said my mind's thinking one way. I got to mm-hmm. think another way. Right. And I have to be intentional mm-hmm. about transforming my mind yep. to the, to honor the Lord and to honor women, to honor my future wife, to mm-hmm. honor all those things. Right. And yeah. that's great. And then you'll know what God's good, pleasing and perfect will is for your life. Mm-hmm. It's such a, an important thing that yeah. God's saying, we do have to get our mind right and our thinking right. And intentionally make mm-hmm. changes in our life to live in His will. Right, right, yeah, and it and it takes work. It does. And take you work. mentioned that yesterday in your message. Yep. Like, whenever we do something intentionally, you have to put the work in. Yep. And you can't just be willy nilly on whatever it is. Yep. You got to actually put the work in, mm-hmm. and then also be okay if it takes a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, I think that's yeah. the hard thing too. Is we live in the microwave Netflix yes. quick quick choice culture. Yeah. Where life is not geared the same. Right. You know, life has a different time scale than what we want and what we expect. And so being intentional also means being intentional with the time scale that some things might be on and still being faithful in those seasons. Right. If there's not immediate fruitfulness. Mm -hmm. And so just continue to be faithful to the process and faithful to what God's doing in our hearts and our minds. 
um, is so key because I think in our culture, in my generation too, a lot of it in the younger generation is, oh, well, I prayed and didn't work, so right. I'm moving on. Like prayed whatever. once. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, well, let's 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 unpack this. Like, right. are you looking for a result? You're looking for a change, right? And if you're looking for a result, that's a whole different category. Like, that's not even. <laughs> like it's not about results. Yeah. We're, we're about transformation. That's right. what God's after is a transformed heart, not just a result of you being a better person. Right. You can go read. There's a billion books at Barnes and Noble or on audible about your, whatever the best, right. best life and all that How stuff. How to get a result in five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like there's, but we're after heart transformation. Right. And that that's takes what, time. Exactly. And that's, that's what the gospel is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, our heart, our hearts, when we see us to Jesus, boom, are definitely transformed with right. the, sanctifi- the sanctification process. Yeah. Working out your time. salvation yeah. with fear and trembling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of fear, a lot of trembling. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah but I, I, I love the part working it out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my part. This is our part, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, God's doing his part. He did mm-hmm. his part on the cross and the resurrection. And now we're doing our part to say, yeah. hey, I'm going to be an intentional Christian. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things we've talked about a couple of times in our messages is, uh, <coughs> excuse me, is God puts us in contexts. Right. We have different contexts throughout. Yep. I mean, our, I think our church is pretty, pretty, um, uh, I guess, diverse in age. Yep. Um, we're we're mm-hmm. in Cheney's. We're not the most diverse city. Yeah. But we have a lot of people in different age categories yeah. from young to old and empty mm-hmm. nesters to young families. Like, it's just... It's a very good variety yeah. of that. So we find ourselves in a lot of different contexts. Right. Um, and we've talked about being intentional in those contexts. So one of the questions that um, you had written uh, earlier is, so what, what context are we living in? Mm-hmm. And then I guess the question is, like, how can we be intentional with that context? Right. And maybe uh, just unpack that a little bit more yeah. um, from your heart and stuff. Yeah, that's a great question, Cooper, and and really an important one that goes to the heart of what it means to be intentional. And let me just remind us, um, the idea of intentional is doing something on purpose. And it it's it's for me, it's a new lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. This this isn't just um, a new series of messages, something to preach, something to it's no, this is the new way that we should start living as believers. This Mm -hmm. is what we see in the new Testament. I see Jesus living intentionally. I Mm -hmm. see the new Testament believers living intentionally. I I see the word being intentional about helping us grow Mm -hmm. in the generation that we're living in. That's what I see in God's word, that there's an intentionality of Jesus on the cross of the resurrection of the Holy spirit living in us and helping us in the context and in the generation in which we live. Now, it, you're right, though. Our church has a pretty diverse age context, right? I, I wish we would also have a... I wish we could get even more diverse in other ways, but um, but that's where we're at. And and so what I mean by, you know, living in, intentionally in the context you're in is wherever you're at, okay? So if you're, if you're young, I, I think of my life when I was younger, when I was 18 and younger, uh, my intentionality needed to be to honor my father and mother, that's what that's my, that's my job when I'm young, right? It's to honor my father and mother because they're helping me live for Christ. They're helping me honor the Lord. They're helping me understand that. They're helping me walk through all the challenges of life mm-hmm. when my, you know, in those adolescent stages and all of the things that are happening in our bodies and our minds and all of that. They're there to help us and walk through that with us and endure it together and prepare us 
for adulthood. So submit to that, submit to that, um, just the love and the acceptance and mm-hmm. of, of your parents. Right. Um, but then, you know, when you get into adulthood, we, we've got all kinds of context. Maybe you're single, maybe you're older and you're widowed now. So you're single because your spouse has passed away. Maybe you're retired. You're in your retirement years. Maybe you're a parent right now and your focus is to be intentional with your kids because you've got those kids right in front of you and you're like, man, these are my awesome kids and I want to be intentional. And and that means you're going to intentionally disciple them for Jesus. By the way, that's why we started the family service, right? We we said we want to we want to start a service that helps parents learn how to disciple their kids. And, and that you can, what we're doing on Sunday morning, you can do every single day of the week. Yeah. You can ask questions. You can dialogue about the word. You can pray together. You can do these things that we're doing on Sunday morning. So it's really, okay, where am I at? Am I in college? Am I working at a job? What's my context right now? And am I choosing in this context that I'm in right now to be a faithful follower of Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. Am I choosing in my context, whatever it might be, Am I choosing to live in the Spirit and to let the Holy Spirit speak to me every day? Mm-hmm. Am I intentionally choosing to be in the Word, to be in prayer, to work on my personal life with Christ? Am I intentionally loving my spouse, loving my kids, seeing what's right in front of me, in the context in front of me, and saying, I'm going to be faithful to the Lord mm-hmm. in this context? Yeah, that's good. And it reminds me of a verse that has been kind of playing a lot in my um, just time in the series and we hit it in our in our reading plan too. It's in Ephesians 5, and it's verses 15, 16, and 17. And it says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. And I think for my own personal like life, mm-hmm. there's some key words in there. One is uh, verse 17, don't act thoughtlessly. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I do a lot of things without intention sometimes. It's right. just kind of my personality is like I, just, I just kind of move on to the next thing and the next thing without being like, wait, mm-hmm. what's the best use of my time? Why, am, <laughs> why am I doing that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's always good to just be reminded that I need to think with intention in what the Lord has me to do and wants me to do. But um, verse 16 is huge. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Mm-hmm. Like you said, what's right before you? Keep it simple, stupid. Like, right. what are those contexts that the Lord has placed me in that I can make the most out of those opportunities? We are always afforded opportunities. So how can I make the most out of what the Lord has just put right there in front of me mm-hmm. to give him honor, but also to be intentional with, um, to see transformation happening. Right. If it's with my kids or at my workplace or with my roommates or just whatever it is, like how right. can I be intentional mm-hmm. in the context that, that God's placed me in? Because there's a lot of pulls. There's a lot of things, a lot of dynamics that are just yeah. pulling, you know, from those things. And so yeah. how can I really use the, the, use those opportunities to be right. intentional um, and to not live like fools, but to right. live like someone who's wise, mm-hmm. which is really submitting mm-hmm. to, to God's, to God's way. Yeah. By the way, I did want to say something. We didn't, we didn't talk about this in any of our messages, but I feel like it's important to just say mm-hmm. um, intentional doesn't necessarily mean filling every single minute of your day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like, don't, don't hear us say you need to be super busy. Right. That's not right. what we're saying. We're saying you need to be intentional. For mm-hmm. instance, let me give you an example. 
what is something that God tells us is like on the top 10 list and that is something we're supposed to be intentional about that doesn't seem intentional at all? Rest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're supposed to be intentional about an entire day Mm -hmm. where we do nothing. We just rest Mm -hmm. because God said your body needs to intentionally slow down Mm -hmm. and rest and stop. Mm -hmm. And I want you to spend an entire day just thinking about me all day, just focusing on me and have some great meals with your family and just just chill out, right? Sometimes the intentionality needs to be just chill today, Mm -hmm. right? That's what you need. Um, So I don't want you to hear that um, intentionality means filling your day with Mm -hmm. so much stuff that you're just like bogged down and now, you know, I'm just... But it does mean I'm thinking about what I'm, what my life's made up of mm-hmm. and how I'm living. And, yeah. and are there some places where maybe I waste mm-hmm. three hours every day watching TV and I could do something different? Mm-hmm. Yeah, may, maybe there are. That's yeah. what intentional means. We all have the same hours in the day, mm-hmm. but did I use them for yeah. the Lord and for his kingdom yeah. and for his name? You're going to do something, um, but, but is, it, is it what the Holy Spirit's calling you to right. do? Well, and it's also, it's being in the moment. Yeah. Totally. Whatever you're doing, yep. you know, I think, man, something that's so easy for myself to fall into. And I feel like even my generation and younger is the constant, constant flip back, flip black when it comes to our apps and our phone and yeah. being with people oh, and conversations. Totally. Yep. I mean, I can be at the park with my boys and we could be playing and all of a sudden I'm on my phone. I'm looking at this article right. or this yep. person texts me or yeah. I'm posting this on Instagram now or this mm-hmm. and that. And it's like, wait, I'm. Now you're not in the moment yeah, with your kids, yeah, with your boys. Yeah, yeah totally. Exactly. So, um, intention is, yeah, being in the moment and being mm-hmm. truly intentional. And yeah. so that also, like we were talking about, might mean you have to say no to some things. Yeah. Um, so and our that, kids yeah. see that, by the way. Our kids mm-hmm. see us. I thought we were playing with dad, but now dad's looking at his phone. They right. see that. And yeah. it says something to them. It says, oh, yeah. my phone's more important than being with you. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's been one of my cha- biggest challenges with technology mm-hmm. is, you know, my one phone. One of your biggest challenges? One of my b- biggest. I think well, the world's biggest b- challenge. Well, <laughs> not I know, I'm not yeah. alone, but <laughs> I mean, just one of my biggest challenges with technology is my phone beeps and I immediately look at my mm-hmm. phone and now I don't look at the person I'm standing yeah. in front of me and I'm talking to them. Right. And now I say, oh, I got to get this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just, we become this, we talk about being a cancel culture, but if you think about it, that's the way we're canceling one another all day long, constantly, mm-hmm. billions of times all around the world, all day long. We cancel mm-hmm. one another by saying my phone's more important than the person who's standing right in front of me. Right. Yeah. Yep. So it's about being intentional in the moments to right. the Lord and gives us. Yes, exactly. Well, good. Well, um, maybe just kind of close out this conversation yeah. um, just with any last kind of thoughts or vision yeah. for that. Yeah. Just a, just a quick reminder. Um, intentionality means we're doing things on purpose and it means that I'm, I'm gonna, it, it's, it's more of a conviction. It's mm-hmm. a lifestyle. It's a new way of living for Christ. It's not mm-hmm. just a good series of messages. Um, it's saying, okay, how, how does Jesus want me to live? Mm-hmm. He wants me, he wants me to be intentional about the context I'm in and in, obeying his word and living in spirit. Yeah. And so what, what do I need to do to make that happen? Yeah. And that's what it means. And so I'm hoping as each of us individually moves into the future and as the church moves into the future, I believe I have a conviction 
that the church will need, all of us will need to live intentionally. Mm -hmm. We will also need to be intentional about relationships in the church. We won't be able to just do life on our own anymore. We will, it will be a requirement in the church if we want to grow in Christ because there's so much pressure from the world against us as Christians. We will need one another. It'll be Mm -hmm. a thing that we have to do. And um, so being intentional really means that. It means Mm -hmm. living on purpose and living for Jesus on purpose. And uh, each of us can do that in our own way, in our own context, Mm -hmm. following God's general will in his word and his specific will from the Holy Spirit. That's good stuff. Cool. Well, thanks everyone for joining in on this conversation. And uh, next week we're going to go into conversations about Holy Week. Just some of those significant events that Jesus walked through on his way to the cross. And so we're going to just talk about that and just the significance for us as Christ followers. Um, We have the Gonzaga game in like 45 minutes. 45 minutes. Yeah. Yep. So we're looking forward to that. (laughs) Yep. Here we go. Let's go Um, go Zags. Yeah, but I guess another little shout out. Just we'll always just kind of be saying it. Easter services, Sunday, um, April 4th. We have a 6 a.m. sunrise service at Kungsfield. Yep. It'll be super fun just to be. It's going to be more contemplative or contemplative. Um, just to really focus on who Jesus is mm-hmm. and just the resurrection and just seeing the sun yeah. come up. And I'm really like making it a big thing in my mind. And yeah. I, I think it'll be that. But yeah. I'm also like, if it's raining and the, the sun's behind, clo- behind clouds, that's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just seeing this vision of like us worshiping, reading the resurrection story and just the sun coming over the trees right. and just like, psh- yeah. But it could be cloudy. <laughs> but you know what? The sun still comes up. Yeah. And Jesus still rose from the grave. That's right. Amen. So no matter what, we're yeah. going to celebrate. And then our Good Friday prayer experience yes. on the 2nd of April. Go. Go do yeah. it. So in person from 12 to 7 or yeah. online. Come to the prayer experience. It's awesome. Yeah. So cool. Well, with that, thanks for joining. And we'll see you guys next week. Awesome. See you, everyone.